It's everyone's favorite show about all things Utah. A show where four hosts, and sometimes a guest, discuss whatever they want regarding Utah, and mostly stay on topic. It's the new Utah Podcast, with your hosts, Bree, Chris, Jeremy, and Jessica. Holly. It's not Jessica, it's Holly. Uh, Hopefully, um, wow, it is still buzzing, buzzing away. Is it recording the buzzing? I don't think it's rec- buzzing or recording. Will you check the the headset jack thing there and make sure all that stuff's tight? And while you do that, I'll I'll tell the audience it's episode two hundred and forty eight of the New Utah podcast. Uh, Jessica is taking a uh, a life day, and and uh, will not be participating in the New Utah podcast this week, and that's quite all right. Uh, so instead, I was I was supposed to be gone. Yeah, it's true. And I know, and Chris was looking forward to being, you know, in the studio with three chicks without you, and then you ruined <laughs> and it. And then I ruined yeah, it. Yeah, I was totally looking forward to not having a sausage fest. But. So I was supposed to go to Texas, but anybody who's paid attention to the uh, weather in Texas, they got four inches of snow, which for us, that's a Tuesday, uh, but it totally shut their state down. For Texas, that's that's yeah. just going to wreck them. It just shut their state yeah. down. Airports were closed, streets were closed, schools were closed. You know that, it, that the snow wasn't real, right? <laughs> the <Yeah>. government. <laughs> exactly. So the, the newest conspiracy theory is that because Texas didn't vote blue, Biden sent in this fake snow. Fake snow. Because all these boomers are trying to melt the snow with lighters. What? I did not hear that. What? One. Yes. So. No. So, yes, they're getting snowballs and they're holding lighters to it. And they're like, you see, there's nothing melting. It's like, well, if you knew anything about science you dipshit it's because it's evaporating before it can hit the ground but yeah yeah that's yeah, i didn't hear that one that Melting that was a new one i heard today so the, so snow is fake just set it back down just so you know she's just holding her laptop up trying to figure out we all have a buzzing in our ear just turn your mic back on sorry i might have i might have fixed your mic what are you doing it was on it didn't sound like it oh yeah. there we go yeah uh, I was trying to maybe the maybe the cord was this is weird. It's doing it again. It's gonna drive me nuts. Yeah, I, I don't know. What Will it you is. unplug Holly's and that last mic? Not yours, Jeremy. Those last two. And just see if there's something in them. Um, that one's not it. Unplug Holly's. Turn it. No, Holly's. Ah, turn turn it off first. Yeah, thank you. No, nope, it's definitely it's not, not that. Holly, do you want me to unplug me? It's gone, right? must be mine. Yep. Oh. It must be the masters. Shit. How embarrassing. All right, are we going to pause and pause and pick back up? No. We'll just do this live. Fuck it. We're, we're doing just... it live. <laughs> this is what you get when you listen to the new Utah podcast, live <laughs> troubleshooting. I don't think you can hear it in the audio. I think it's just coming from our cans. So clearly, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to replace this cable on my mic. That sucks. Yeah, it does, because you have a different cable than the rest of us. Uh, no, I don't oh, anymore. I no, they're all oh. the same now. We got the newfangled uh, Pro oh, right. FX 120 or you Pro You only FX have 12. a different cable when we travel. Yeah, we got a, a nice professional board here that allows us to all have powered outputs. Fancy. Yeah, well, we spent some money. and That was our year four upgrade. What are we going to do for our year five upgrade, which is just cocaine. a few weeks? Oh, okay. <laughs> the blow. Is it, what is the fifth year? What is year five? Cocaine. <laughs> I don't now. I don't think the fifth year is actually cocaine. Heroin. What is five year anniversary? This is how I Google folks. So it what may be it? meth. Wood. 
wood. <laughs> we already did that when we got our new table. Yeah, that's true. We got, got, got that. So we got to move on. Got wood. Find what are you making else? for us? Because you're the wood guy. Uh, He's going to make a deck for my front yard. Nothing wood. else will fit in this room. That's no. true. It's not... Um, it's not big enough. I had to specially make our table just to fit this room. You know what, though? It works really it well. It works really well. Bree's like, we should put the podcast studio in your office and move your office upstairs. I don't think that's going to work. It's a little crowded. You actually suggested something weird like that, but whatever. Yeah, like I said, if if we didn't have the studio, we could move the girls' rooms downstairs and just both of our offices be upstairs. Yeah, I don't know that I want to work right next door to you, though. No, you'd see my, my, you'd see my wiener way more. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like I would, There are days, like when I'm working from home, this happens. I come upstairs because I have a... I just need to, like get away from the and computer normally for a he'd few be minutes. like at work and so he'd like i'd get up and go to the i go to the bathroom at work that's my break i'll go go to the bathroom pee refill my water like because i don't go to a break area and take a break i just have to get away from the monitor or the headphones for a little bit you know like today so instead I was, he comes upstairs and flashes me yeah today i was <laughs> today i go into the office at like i got there probably like a quarter to six and i didn't leave until close to five like maybe four thirty ish at the earliest. No, it was it was closer to five because yeah. I think at four thirty you said you still had some stuff. And so I, uh, you know, days like that I just had to get up and do something. Well, at home, which I work similar hours at home, but it's just next door in the office there. Um, but I'll be like, I need to get up and walk around. And so to keep myself from getting food in the kitchen, I'll go up to Bree's office and say hi to her and tell her I love her, and oftentimes just pull out an appendage. Because <laughs> nothing like, says I love you like a wiener. So, well, and also I'm not like like right now like I'm dressed in professional clothes. I've got a collar, like a button-down shirt with a collar and nice dress pants and um a belt. Not at home, stuff. there's oftentimes it's it's shorts and no like belt. Basketball shorts. So it's like the elastic yeah, or waistband like, or like cargo shorts with no belt. And if I don't wear a belt, I can pull most of my pants just down. Because he's a dude and he doesn't have a butt or hips. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I'll walk in and like just my ass is hanging out and I'll just like turn around, like walk out slowly. Do you twerk? No, no, Aww. I haven't done that yet. Aww. Thanks though. I, I do, idea. I do miss it sometimes. Like I don't notice it because I'm like busy and he'll come up and I'm looking at his face and talking or whatever and and then he and then I notice that he's just like randomly standing there and then I have to like okay yeah office flashings. What am I looking for? Office flashings absolutely happen in this house. Is all I'm saying. Co-worker office. Well, without flashing. HR, there's no sexual harassment. <laughs> Damn sure. We don't work for the same company. You know, she'd have to call the cops on me. Be like, this man is harassing me in my own home, and I just don't think they'd go for it. Who is this individual? Well, he's my husband, but, you know. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Where did my... Uh... I really hope I didn't lose all my notes on today's topic. So anyway, today's a little bit different. It's the last day of the month <laughs> on the New Utah podcast. And uh, this this year, uh, we're doing um, historically significant places or spaces uh, in the state of Utah. So uh, instead of having a normal guest, we have Jeremy's sister, Holly, uh, who's been on the show many times. And who's um, not normal. No, no, not at all. And unfortunately, <laughs> She's a guest host, not just a guest. Yeah. And unfortunately, we do have Jeremy with us. Um, yeah, I tried to get away, but uh, the didn't fake work. Snow in Texas, it didn't didn't work. Texas just uh, and then yeah, no just today. Just uh, needed a, a a personal day. 
I did a so I gotta tell you guys this because I was gonna say something like about misogyny and men, but it's not really it doesn't matter. Um, so <laughs> today at work, um, you know, I, I one of my developers sent out a thing and he's like, okay, hey, I just processed these nineteen thousand charges. Um, here's the stats. Like, here's how many charges you know were new claims. Here's how many claims got updated. Blah 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 blah. And so I look at the numbers and I'm like, you only got 6,000 claims out of 19,000 claim, like a 19,000 claim file. Like what happened to the other 13,000? And then I sent it. And sometimes I do this where I'll send an email and then I start having thoughts of like, oh, this could have been the case or maybe this is the case or maybe this is the case. And so then I replied again and basically mansplained it to my developer, who's also a man, but still it was very much a mansplaining <laughs> moment. So then I have a call with him later in the afternoon. I just have a normal weekly meeting with each of my developers like one-on-one. And uh, and uh, he's like, well, I was doing fine until someone mansplained something to me. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out what he was talking to initially. And, and then I realized it was me in my email <laughs> that mansplained something to an old guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> ladies, it's not just you that get mansplained to. Man, he uh, mansplains to everybody. But but mansplaining, I feel like, doesn't pertain when a man explains to another man. It's when a man tries to explain something that a woman just knows better than a man automatically. Like... Like birth and babies? Or... I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. Or their period. Yeah, so let me tell you what happens seven days out of the month. Or you know whatever it may be with your with your or how body to wash or... a dish mm. <laughs> <laughs> how to vacuum a floor are these these things that i could mansplain to you how to clean a toilet <laughs> i'm winning over audience listeners right now left and right <laughs> and brie can't even say words she's just laughing so hard i mean we've, we've talked before about how i'm a dick in the grocery store and i'll be like don't make me hit you <laughs> nice. I'll just be in the grocery store and I'll be like, don't talk back to me. I'll hit you. Like next to people. <laughs> just for fun. Uh, Being so, in Kearns, though, people that probably don't even bat an eye. Dude, okay. The Kearns thing, like the chick that got kidnapped that really just got murdered. You know, <laughs> they they filed charges today on those two guys and a third person, too, I think. Um, but they like, she knew too much. So they kidnapped her and fucking killed her and then disposed of her body. Knew, knew what though? Uh, something about some, like they had killed some other guy, I guess, maybe. I don't know, but. Lovely. Yeah. Gangland, man. That's fucking gangland. She was like 50th West and 54th South. Like that whole stretch right there on 54th between like 50th West. Well, and, yeah. And, and, uh, Cougar Lane where Kearns High is. On both sides, too. It's the north and south side of, of 54th. They're just... Fu- and it's because they're all older houses that have been turned into duplexes. They're very low income. And I'm not trying to stereotype, but that's where gangland happens, is those kinds of uh, environments. So it's where all the drive-bys are. It's where all the gang activity is. Well, and if you think about it, like it's where all the gangs are, because the gangs are usually high school kids who... Go to school at that school. Yeah, who are disenfranchised with home and oh, anyway, um, our house is done. I think it looks good. It looks way good. I, I have we haven't seen the invoice yet uh, for the second half, and um, I was worried because Friday, like when they finished, I go outside and like half our downspouts aren't up, our lights aren't put on. I'm like, well, what are like this is still kind of like the, a like the, mess. the electrical boxes on the side weren't 
attached. Nothing. Yeah, the stuff. cable box and stuff wasn't attached. I'm like, when are they going to fucking come back and finish this? Or but they came back. Monday. I'm like, are they going to? I'll give them till Monday because I could have done it this weekend, but I'll just give them till Monday. Like, I don't mind finishing it. I just need to know that I need to do it. Um, but they left all my cables hanging. So, so I think we have to do our own cable management. <laughs> but it, the nice thing is when we, when we had everything torn off and there were like fucking 1,200 cables around my house. You know, because all of the different companies come and instead of using the cable that's there, they, they just run, run their, their own, own and then they attach it to the cable yeah, that's there. The so they're cable. all like zip tied together. So you have to like untangle the mess and figure out which cables are actually It still actually viable. didn't take us as long as I thought it would. No, because I was just, it was like scorched earth policy. Yep. Once I found the three cables I needed, everything just, else just I went. just held certain things, and we just kept them separate and just cut, rip. Cut, cut, yep. cut. Get rid of them all. Good. Yep. So now we have three. If I could take that satellite dish off the roof, I would. I'm really disappointed it's up there. Yeah, um, but, but it got put up there after we got the new roof. And yeah, I don't really want to take it down and have to tar up the shingles. Patch. Oh, yeah, no. And if we ever move annoying. back for whatever reason. No, they'll use there. a different one. Nope. <laughs> I won't let them. They will, absolutely. They need to take one. that one down and then put a different one up we then. We can request that, but they would absolutely keep that one. <laughs> they would put one right back up there. Um, yeah, so the house looks nice. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, Jeremy, how's your driveway? Driveway's Not coming. Yet. He doesn't actually, actually he doesn't really have, have a driveway, driveway right now. You have a so, patch? so they the came hole? two weeks ago. They came on Wednesday. We agreed on everything. They showed up Thursday, had the whole entire driveway tore out on Thursday. Lots of jackhammering. Mm-hmm. And then the deck, they tore off the whole deck, and they got most of it formed up, and then we had- The back s- deck? Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. Yeah, they took off the back deck, and they're doing a patio the whole length of the back of the house. Oh, nice. And out 16 So it's feet. good. They're going to run it all the way around? Not quite, but close. Um, th- but then it snowed. Then it snowed for like three or four days. So they did bring the blankets, put the blankets down. They came back yesterday, took the blankets off, started putting in all the gravel. Uh, and then tomorrow they're supposed to finish up with the rest of that and get in the rebar. And then the plan is, weather permitting, Thursday, they're going to pour concrete. Nice. So I would guess by Sunday, Monday, I should be able to actually start parking in my driveway again. Excellent. But it'll be a brand new driveway. Yep, and it's wider, so we can actually fit the cars. And on I there. won't, I won't stumble, because yeah, I, I do trip in your driveway. <laughs> I'm a one lot. of those people. So, like, I'm not a klutz. Like, I'm no, I'm just not. I don't. I am. I don't slip and fall down the stairs. I don't fall Me up too. the stairs. I don't trip. And if I do trip, I'm really good at catching myself. Your driveway so bad, though. Well, it was I mean, a look. place I almost like. I had to consciously be like. There, Do there not were, trip on this driveway. There were literally like five to six inches in difference in some of the slabs yeah. in the driveway. So, well, with my new truck, it was sinking even faster. Oh, because of the weight of the truck. The on weight there. of my yeah. truck. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it was like sitting like at an angle on my driveway. What? There's a dog gas in you? Yeah. So outside stinks, and you keep opening the window, and the dog just farted, and. <laughs> I'm sorry, our neighbors have like a poop I'm shed just, behind us. I'm really being assaulted by smells right now, and it's not cool. You want another one? Here. <laughs> I think that, that, I think it's out. The Febreze. It's not out. Just put your nose next to it. It'll be all right. My nose is right on top of it, Lick and it. I can barely smell it. Lick it. <laughs> it's like one of those plugins, like a Glade plugin. It's just, not a Glade plugin. It's a Bath and Body Works one. It's a fucking plugin, like a Glade, Glade invented those things. Yeah, but people know what Bath and Body Works ones are. 
I'm pretty sure Glade plug-in is a lot more universal. Just saying. <laughs> Are you mansplaining it does to me? It like poop in here now. I know. This is not a pleasant... It's the outside <laughs> smell. You keep opening the window. That. If you're not going to sniff it, It smells it, like will. sweaty butt in here. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. Sweaty butt. You know a what? Shower. I can't. I gotta, I'm got. i going to go get the candle from the bathroom. I can't smell it in here Yeah, it is, it is pretty bad. It's not good. Yeah, it's really bad, actually. <laughs> I smell this thing, and then I go back to the air in here, and it's just not... Smelly Studio. Sorry, guys. You have to listen to us talk about the Smelly Studio. The but Smelly Studio. I think I just ruined this thing and like smashed the... Oh, yeah. That ain't going back in. Oh, well. Whatever. She's bringing a candle. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, there's that. Um, Holly, did you got anything exciting going on in your life? Um, Let me think. So, last time I was here, I gave you crap for giving me crap about not having the Rona. This time I actually did have the Rona. Yo, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot Jeremy's sister's got the Rona. It was two of your sisters, right? Holly and Jer- Jill's husband, the other Jeremy, yep. had the Rona. And then but- I had the Rona. Our little sister Wendy had the Rona, and our dad had the Rona. But Jean- Gina didn't get the Rona. No. no. Which is good because she's actually a fucking COVID nurse, right? Yeah, <laughs> she's a nurse in a COVID ward. She's had has she had both of the shots now? Yeah, yeah, so she just got them. So I think most healthcare workers have gotten yeah. theirs. I finally got my first one on Friday, and I think it's because I have already had the Rona for twenty four hours. It felt exactly like I had the Rona again, and it was rough. So I'm hoping when I go back for my third, no second, second dose, yeah. I hope that third time being exposed will be the charm. Not, uh, not what I've heard. Not <laughs> what I, I've heard about but that. But I heard that dose. you have a sister that's mad at you because she got one shot, then she got the Rona from you. Yeah, she had symptoms for three days. Three days. That's yeah. it. Because, because, she she was fine. because she already had one shot. <laughs> exactly. So but she then did. she had, she missed her window to get her second shot, right? Um, or barely. But yeah. they finally, they sent out an email saying, Hey, IHC is giving out the last shot. Oh, good. And so she, she was able to, so get she it. was able to do it. So she doesn't have to restart again. No. Okay. And I missed my first one because I had the Rona. And so I was able to squeak in last week to get my first one. And, uh, so this is, this is why people think there's fucking microchips in these shots because with things, with communicable diseases. So for example, with chicken pox, I had chicken pox as a kid. I'm not going to get it again because I've had it in theory. That's not really how it works. Cause like 20, 30 years later, your body forgets some of that shit, which is why shingles exists mm. and why you get vaccinated for shingles. It's the same fucking virus. Um, but, uh, I've had those both. What's interesting is they're still telling people who have had the Rona to also get vaccinated, which is really fucking crazy to me. Um, well, they're saying that you're not as like your the immunobodies that are created aren't as strong when you actually have it as they are with the RNA that they're yeah. using for the, the vaccine. Well, and the other thing with the vaccine that's that is useful is all the fucking variants that are out there. Mm-hmm. In theory, the vaccine should help with those, though we don't know yet. There's there's just not any studies really of significance yet. Well, and just because you have the Rona does not mean that you have antibodies. That's true. I have That's friends true. that have had have had it, and when they went and got tested, they're like, nope, your body shows nothing. And so they're more, more susceptible to get it again. So that's why um, I was just like, no, I'm I'm doing this. And, and, and here's the thing, because if I get 
the Rona again, the full-blown Rona, I don't know if mentally I can deal with it. <laughs> it's pretty bad, huh? It it messes with your brain. <laughs> I mean, like I for the first several days, it was like, oh, today I don't have smell. All right. Oh, today I don't have taste. Okay. And then all of a sudden, it starts attacking your weak spots. Well, my weak spot is my lower back. And so I felt like I had pinched nerves up and down my back and down my legs. And that couldn't get comfortable. Like ibuprofen was doing nothing. Tylenol was doing nothing. And so mentally, that was when the gymnastics came in to be like, okay, I've got to be able to keep it together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so then over the weekend when I had the 24-hour Mini Rona, it was like the same thing. Mini Rona. And I was like, oh, sweet baby Jesus, I can't do this. Phoebe so. thinks she can. She's she's there she's to like, give you support. I know. You. She's got my pack. I'll help you. Phoebe. Oh, Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You can't say no, Phoebe, as Holly leans into the, 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 the lap kisses that is going on there. So we've now had our first official Rona, well, officially the first coronavirus survivor. Technically, we've had a few others that just didn't really want to talk about it. So um, you got your smell and taste back, though, fully? For the most part, yeah. There's still moments where it's kind of comes and goes. There's but some people that didn't have a lot of symptoms, lost their sense of taste and smell, and it's just been gone for like four months. Oh, yeah. I had a coworker that was out the just before I was, and she's still struggling. I wanted somebody to try that burned orange thing. I want to get it and lose my taste of uh, my sense of taste and smell because I'm pretty sure I'll stop eating a lot. Oh, oh I lost the COVID-19 by getting the COVID-19. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if like, not because like, I'm pretty sure if I was sick from COVID, like flu-like symptoms like COVID has, I don't, I don't eat when I'm sick either. Mm-hmm. Like I just fucking lay there and exist and waste away mm-hmm. to, you know, 10 pounds lighter. Um, but if I couldn't taste or smell, the drive to want to eat anything would be gone. And I would only eat because my body was like, you need to put food inside of you. Mm-hmm. Like there would be no desire to like put a chip in my mouth because I right. couldn't taste it. But okay, you just you overtook me wanting someone to try the burned orange thing. You just like, yeah, what's yeah. the burned Don't... orange thing? So there's a thing going around on TikTok and I've seen a couple people like do it and try it and say that they're getting it back, but I don't know if it's real. So I need somebody like that I actually know to try it. You take your orange, an orange, and you char it mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the skin and then you peel it and you mash it with brown sugar and you eat it when the, it's wild. The actual so flesh of the orange. Like the, the, the orange. Not, you don't have to eat the, the char. Here's the thing. I had that taste in my mouth the whole time. But it's it's supposed to bring everything back. Oh, no. There so, was nothing bringing it back. Well, I don't know. Nobody's <laughs> tried it, though. You don't know because you didn't try it. A lot of people right. tried it on TikTok and but they showed I've you. I've seen like four people be like, okay, I've heard this. This is stupid, but I'm I'm done. Like, I can't, you know, I can't do this. And mm-hmm. then it's like, it's chicks like eating peppers and being like, yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. Or like doing taste tests and they're like, yeah, I think this one's water and it's pickle juice. And then they do this with the orange and then they do it again and they're like, oh my God, there's the pickle juice. And it is, it's the pickle juice and it's like hidden. So I want to know if it's like fake and people are just like, yeah, this was cool. Let's just make people eat oranges and brown sugar or if it's real. So I need someone who doesn't have their taste and smell to try it and see if it works. If you don't have your sense of taste or smell, does it make it harder to suck dick? 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> is that a taste sensation okay, thing? Okay, you're done. Someone turn off your <laughs> That's mic. That's literally the thought that came into my head as I was thinking yeah, about red taste. now. It's no. not the taste that's the bad part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dick suckers, we salute you. That's why, like, cocksucker is such not a bad term, right? Like, Not anymore. No, what's a good term? Some people are like, why, thank you. Yeah, that's a... It's a very, very necessary individual in this society. Are you going to sneeze? Yep. Bless your soul. Oh, yeah. I got to do that. What now. is it? Is it bless your soul? No, 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 no. It wasn't bless your soul. It was something about your health. Oh, yeah. I decided I need to boycott. Gazoon height is, is like to your health or yeah. may you have health or something. Because you said bless you because people used to think you were like sneezing your soul out. Mm-hmm. Well, you we're are. not. I've, I've heard you sneeze. Your soul absolutely leaves <laughs> your body. It tried to leave. We're, we're not doing that, though. And so, like, it, it, I don't know why it bugs me. And so I don't say it. And I've noticed that people, like, look at me weird because I don't say bless you. So I'm like, I should start saying Gesundheit. But then I was like, well, what does that mean, though? What if it means bless you? And so Chris looked it up and it's like to your health or something. Yep, it's a good German word. Gotta love those Germans. Yeah. Jeremy, I have a note on here that you made a book club. What? I made the book club. So Jonathan came home from school the first of the month, all, all kinds of excited. And he said, we're, they have the book of the month club at the school. And he's like, and I, I walked by and the picture on the library door was your book. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, it was your book. Your so, poetry book? No, uh, uh-uh. no, my first book, the, one day, Story. one day in the life of a fool. Oh, uh, damn it! I thought the kids in your 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 son's school were going to be reading architectural slam poetry. <laughs> now that'd probably be the high school, but <laughs> but so he was super excited. So then um, I had forgotten when Julia was in high or was in junior high. They did a book drive for local authors. Any any books from local authors? So we donated three or four books to the school so anyway it only took what seven years later that they picked <laughs> mine to be the <laughs> book of the month hey that's that's cool though so anyway like, so he was super excited so for this month he's been like the the junior high hero because it's his dad's book so yeah. anyway and then his dad shows up to pick him up in that fucking sweater and he's and like, he's like that's man. not really him though in the old man sweater yeah. hi guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm here to pick up jonathan it's <laughs> like that's not him it's not him. Jonathan's like, that's why I don't go by Jonathan. Stranger danger. He goes that's, by Jack. It's that's why no way. one calls me Jonathan. <laughs> Jack, your dad is so lame. Yeah. <laughs> it means help. Gesundheit. <laughs> the best is roll up and roll up with like music blasting, like <laughs> 90s gangster rap. <laughs> tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Tell me what I want. Oh, what Jess told really me want. yesterday that it was the like anniversary of the Spice Girls album release. Oh, hey. So... I used to roll up to pick up the girls with my music blasting, but that's not the kind of music I listen to. Roll up with the Carpenters? No, it wasn't the Carpenters either. <laughs> Kenny Loggins. No, nope, not Kenny Loggins. Some, some sweet some sweet saxophone from Kenny G. Some, some Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what, Inya. You really think that's what I listen to? <laughs> this is disturbing. No, but that's what I would listen to to pull up. Hey, it was. It wasn't like intentional. I just have a really big woofer in the back of my car because I like to listen to my music loud, and I have special speakers that Chris put in, and I just 
when it's warm, I don't like air conditioning. And so I roll around with my sunroof open or my windows down or whatever, because I don't like to use the air conditioning. And so I'd just be driving and I'd just pull up and then they'd get in the car and turn it down. What is that? It's Yanni. <laughs> this is the kind of shit you roll up to, right? Is Yanni? No. Yanni's so no. fucking. <laughs> Yanni's so that bad. What about what about Enya? Did you ever rock out to Enya when you picked up the girls? No. Why not? It's a good. Enya's good stuff. Yeah. Got to get like like a minute into the songs for them to matter, though. I mean, I know. I mean, I know the song, but no, that's not normally what I'm blasting. <laughs> I can just rolling down the street. Some kids got like like shitty hip hop pumping, and you're just like, "What the in you?" <laughs> got the Lord of the Rings soundtrack playing, like fucking Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Silence. Dog. It's McLaughlin. Whatever. It's whatever I said it was. She's lowered herself to only working for ASPCA and the starving kids in Africa. No. Bishop Briggs' name, though, for those of you who want to know, is Sarah McLaughlin. So she renamed herself because there's already a Sarah McLaughlin. So yeah. So speaking of music, that's a good uh, a good segue. Now that we're 30 minutes into the show and haven't <laughs> talked about anything useful. Um, Got to have the intro. <laughs> Uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, um, uh, Saltaire. Saltaire is a, a historically significant place uh, in the state of Utah. It's been around in many forms for many years. Um, that trucker has burned down many a time. Uh, three. Well, two fully and then one partially. Um, but uh, Saltaire has been around for a long time. So back in the 1870s, 1880s, 1890s, the end of the 1800s, um, some wise people went, hey, Let's uh, build some shit on this giant fucking lake that we have and do something with it. Well, there were other, if you read, there were other, like, venues and, and bars and stuff, uh-huh. but they were distributed, dis- no, Irre- I don't know what the word I'm trying to find is. It, it's one of those words, but they were not <laughs> good places. Yeah. they're uh, Disreputable? Disreputable. Yes, or of ill repute. Uh, it, it was those two words, and I couldn't get them. Yeah. I couldn't get them to like they were mushing together in my mind. And every time I tried to pronounce one, the yeah, end it, of the other would. That's pop up. when just making shit up on the fly works so well for people like me. You just kind of go with it, and if you new word is formed, so be it. At Webster can add it to the dictionary. Um, but anyway, so there were there were stuff. So actually, a lot of people don't know this lagoon. Uh, was actually originally right up against the Great Salt Lake, uh, not in the current location. That was like 1890-ish, I think, when they built, or Something maybe like early that. 1900s. Something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but anyway, so um, the Mormon church actually decided uh, in the 1890s, we're going to build something uh, out there. They built on the south shore of the lake, and they built what is known now as Saltaire. Well, it was investors from Salt Lake, the Mormons, and a Los Angeles railroad company. Uh, it was the Mormon church that actually owned it, though, before they sold yeah. off all the shares. Right. But I'm just saying that's and who decided sp- to build it. They specifically had the railroad come through from Salt Lake City to and put a stops at Saltaire. At Saltaire because they wanted it to be the 
Coney Island of the West. Yep, that was their goal. And and actually, the guy that designed it, the architect, was Richard K. A. Cludding, or K. A. Cludding, which is the same guy that designed our state capital, which is really just a copy of. So was the he US just capital. the guy that just liked to copy everything? I yes. want this to look like so. the D.C. Capitol, yeah, and I want this to be to the Coney in Island. <laughs> in 1893, most people hadn't seen it, so yeah, like, like it was He's like. Look at this cool thing that I just made. I'm original. Like, <laughs> but even even still, like being able to actually copy that in the 1800s is really difficult. No, I and think it's cool that our capital looks like the capital. I'm just we're not the only one though. There's a there's a there's handful. A handful. Oh, yeah. And Saltaire was uh, Saltaire was really um, quite the place back then. Um, it was it was quite the the catchy place. Um, it had you know swimming in the Great Salt Lake. Um, and the big thing there was you could bob around like corks, they used to say. Yeah, so a lot like the Dead Sea. 25% salt. Yeah, it's probably worse now. I would guess like maybe 25 We used to go out there in high school. Um, and you, you could say swim, but there really wasn't much no, swimming, there's no swimming involved. You just look, the, the Great Salt Lake has an average depth of 30 feet. Yeah. You just so, kind of. We would take, we would take rubber rafts and kind of. It's also why the whales didn't survive. Yeah. There is actually, though, a yacht club. Well, because there was actually water when they built it. I mean... Oh, my God. Yeah, the dog. It's the y'all dog. Keep, y'all keep going. I'll come back. She's going outside. Uh, okay. So they, um, they actually... They, they do have a yacht club, and they do sailing and, and yachts. And remember, was it last year we talked about that, that cruise thing? Yeah, the, oh, yeah. They used the to cruise. do the was, cruise. You, they still do. The, oh. The dinner yeah. cruise. Well, I don't know since COVID, but... But, yeah, they had the dinner cruise where you... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like three or four hour, three hour tour. Three, yeah. yeah, but except for if you crash and land, you on just float. Antelope Island, yeah, you, you just, just float, or you can just float. Yeah, I'd find you. But what I think is interesting is that some people were really mad at them because since the Mormons owned it, that they were mad because they sold coffee and tea there. And now they hold raves there. <laughs> well, they don't just hold raves there, but well, I know. But I mean, Kesha was there for heaven's sakes. Um, My so, daughter's gone to many a rave out there. But even in its original form, it had what they said was the world's largest dance floor. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually roller coasters, had yes. merry-go-round, Ferris wheel. Wasn't the roller coaster the one that's at Lagoon I now? I think so. The white, white roller, the coaster? great white roller coaster. I want to say yes. I don't they, know. You guys have Google boxes near you. You can look it up. That they moved it. That's what I've heard. But that might just be rumor. But that th- that's what I've heard. That the original roller coaster was moved up to Lagoon because yes, Lagoon was out in that general area. But then early <clears throat> 1900s, they bought the land where in it Farmington currently mm-hmm. exists. Yeah, but it was on the e- it was on the east side of the lake, like just. Down from where Lagoon is. So the coaster originally known as the Dipper opened in 1921. So it was built in Lagoon. It okay. Moved. It wasn't moved. Yeah. But there was a roller coaster, merry-go-round, um, all kinds of shit. Oh, it just Salter. says it was similar to the one that was at oh. Salter. That's probably why the, that was the rumor. They had uh, touring vaudeville companies and rodeos and bullfights and boat rides out on the lake and firework displays. Like, Hot air balloons. This place was hopping, right? Like it was like, um, and and I found some of the architectural history that's really interesting. Like there were over two thousand pylons that were driven in yeah. along the the lakeshore bed. This and is, it was the first amusement park west of New York. And you think about that, like that's that's amazing. Like New York is 
really east. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the east coast. It's almost like, it's almost the, the middle of the state of the country. Like oh, we were on the other the side, yeah, just yeah. the other way. Yeah. I mean, we're not saying like Kansas, where you're kind of like in, somewhere floating in the middle of the country, and people don't really know where your no, state exists. No, Utah is the dead center of the country. <laughs> <laughs> to be promontory point, we got the good. Not we got the good end of that deal. Yeah, we'll meet you halfway. <laughs> but out of those two, th- I mean, think about that. Like two thousand pylons, even today, driving two thousand pylons is a, is a pretty monumental task. Well, in an eighteen ninety three, that's all by hand. The lake, yeah, that, that's well, all yeah, by hand. in that Salt Lake. Like, I'm surprised that they. It says that there's still some that exist. I'm surprised they haven't. Yeah, you all can still see. Yeah, you can still no see. Them. You can still see those posts, those I'd, pylons. I haven't ever gone out to. The Great Salt Lake. Yeah, I've gone out to Saltaire, and you can see them from the back of Saltaire. Yep, which is still a ways from where it used to be, but you can see them out the back. So, um, but in 1906, the church did sell off to private businessmen. They private, were also Mormons. Yeah, private Mormon businessmen. <laughs> um, and in ni- by 1920, I mean this is how this is how crazy this place was booming. Half a million people a year in uh, 1920, and you have to think in 1920, how many people even lived in Utah? Well, so if you read about it, they talked about that it was a thoroughfare. And so before cars and trains and stuff were like really, really used, people would need a place to stop because now, you know, Salt Lake to Tooele isn't a big deal. But back then when you're riding horseback, like 45, 50 miles. Or hauling your kids or whatever. That's not a day trip. You're not moving super quick. It was a a central hub for sure. So they could could stop there. And there were, um, was it Polynesian? Yes. Mormons that Mm -hmm. had some settlements out there and then they moved away. But Skull Skull Island or something like that Mm -hmm. or Skull Valley. Um, But... There was one day on April 22nd in 1925. It's like it was yesterday. Uh, <laughs> just a little over. We're coming up on a hundred year anniversary, dude. Well, like, so that's not yesterday. Ago. So, yeah, a little over a hundred years ago um, or, or under a hundred years ago, it burned down completely. Whole thing gone. Uh, and, and they decided, ah, fuck it. It had half a million people coming to it every year. Let's just rebuild it. <laughs> so they rebuilt it almost exactly the same. And then the Great Depression hit of the 1930s. Uh, and so in 1931, um, it was hit with another fire that did $100,000 in damage. So look that up real quick, somebody with a Google box handy. What's $100,000 now equivalent to in 1931? I bet it's significant. So one of the things the Saltaire's website has is their history, which is what I'm on. And they kind of have some fun little information at the top of everything. So in 1893, when it was built, um, so when the construction was completed, Grover Cleveland was the president. The United States Supreme Court legally declared the tomato to be a vegetable. <laughs> oh my Thomas gosh. Edison finished the construction of the first motion picture studio. And Gandhi committed his first act of civil disobedience. So the year that this fire happened... Adolf Hitler published Mein Kampf. In 1931. It was a sign. No. Well, it we're, just says... We're 19... on the 1931 fire. Well, I, oh, that's right. Anyway, so 1925. Then New York replaces London as the largest city in the world. And the Thompson submachine gun sold for $175 in the Sear and Robot Company mail order catalog. Um, so the fire, $100,000. $1.7 million in today's terms. Oof. $1.7 million fire, basically. And it didn't burn down. It just did damage, and it then they, did re- a lot. they repaired it. Yeah, and so they repaired it, 
And then by 1933, it was half a mile away from the water. Because it had receded so much. <laughs> half a mile in like three or four years. Like it, and they were like, they, they had to build at one point a rail line uh, as, from mm-hmm. like a little rail line from Saltaire out to the water because it was still a water based amusement park in a lot of ways. Um, and basically it just never recovered after that first fire fully. So they, they put a bunch of money into it. Um, you know, rebuilt it, then it burned down again, basically. They fixed it, but it just never really took after that. Well, and the Depression hit. And... Well, well and the other... then World War II. Yeah. Well, and even 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 before that, so Depression hits, and then what what comes along? Cars. Suddenly, yeah. the, the You don't need... have to stop halfway. Yeah, because you can just get straight there. Um, and and uh, that's, a big, that's a big change from going to horses to cars, and that became the primary mode of transportation during that time frame. And then, yeah, the world war comes and all the people that would be there are now off to war fighting. Um, they come back and they were hoping when people came back from the war, like world war two, that it would be a hit again. And it just wasn't. So they closed the doors for good in 1958. And it was completely abandoned until, um, there were a few efforts in the sixties. Yeah. And uh, there were, there were a lot of like uh, carnival of souls was shot there. Um, it was on the, like Saltaire was the cover of, uh, the Beach Boys album, Unsurpassed Masters, um, volume 19, really weird. I don't know. Fucking album names back then. It was weird. Um, but like they, like Saltaire was used for various things like that. But then in 1970, as an abandoned building, it caught fire a third time. (laughs) This time it was for sure arson though. Someone went in. Someone burned it. You'd think that a building this close to the water wouldn't burn so much. (laughs) Uh, I wasn't that close to the water. I mean, well, I mean, but still it's closer than a lot of places. It's closer than we are to like a big body of water. But with all the salt that it absorbed, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, and you got to think too, like that maintaining that place over the years had to have been difficult because these are, you know, the salt water and the mist is just brutal on stuff. So then they rebuild it in, in 1981. This sucks so and bad. They, they didn't build it at the same spot, nope. right? Because that they, they built it further away. Basically where it's at now is where it got built. Uh, and then, I don't know, we've talked about it before, um, but in 1983, there was a whole fuck ton of rain. And there was a, a river running through downtown Salt Lake that they made out of sandbags to avoid flooding as many places as possible. And wouldn't you know it, the Great Salt Lake rose quite a bit, and the entire place was under five feet of water. It flooded with salt water. I don't know how those people thought that they were going to recover that building. Because not only was it just water, but it's salt, salt water. water. So, Well, I remember it wasn't too long after we moved here. I remember... Our dad drive it, just, you know, driving and exploring, and we went and drove out there. And I remember seeing it half underneath water. The, 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 the roof. And he was like, this used water. to be the greatest place, and now it's. And not. you're like, it looks like a roof, dad. I'm like, it's wet. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and like, Thanks, Holly. <laughs> they had some of like the original train cars out there for a long time. Um, but really, I mean, in the mid 80s when that water hit, I mean, that was when we got the, the, the pumps. The, <laughs> Yeah. The famous derelict, now derelict water pumps that, to keep the Great Salt Lake from whatever twenty million dollars, and then like turn it on and work for oh five minutes. Yeah, and then they're so far from the water now, like the and then honestly, the chances of the water ever ever getting back to that level are pretty damn slim. At and this they're point. not going to work anymore. Oh no, 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 no! They're they're long toast. 
Um, but that's, it's just funny that that was something else that happened. I mean, they put a lot of money into it in the eighties to build that thing around the late seventies and early eighties. Um, Solitaire three, they had, uh, air force hangar parts that were used to build it. Um, it was, it was about a mile west of the original location. So they were thinking like we should probably move it, uh, so that, uh, you know, so that it doesn't, uh, flood again. Uh, but no, flooded. <laughs> so if you so. A few more fun facts. In, in its heyday, the train there was a train from Salt Lake that went down to Salt Air every forty-five minutes. So, so kids could jump on it in the morning, go spend three or four hours at Salt Air, and then come back again and, and make a super easy day trip out of it. That's kind of, I mean, that, that's great. That's great. Oh, and one of the bigger things is, you know, to keep it wholesome was that uh, a young man could take his girlfriend out there and still be at home in a decent time and there would be reputable people of the community mormons church church authorities church authorities watching you the whole time they'd go down there and and keep an eye on you make sure that you you kept the holy spirit between you and and your partner that's right they'd check with their hands to make sure that holy spirit was there too (laughs) hi oh uh but in in uh, 1992, a new ownership group bought the building that had been flooded and uh, reopened it in 93 as a concert venue. Uh, and in- incidentally, 1993 was the 100-year anniversary of the original Saltaire being opened, which is just kind of a cool little tidbit. Uh, and-, and since then, in the years since then, it's still remained open. It's not like a super awesome attraction with lots of shit, but it's a concert venue. And it's a... It's a decent concert. I, was, I remember in high school we had a couple of our high school dances there, mm-hmm. and so it's it's used for. It's a big open event. Space. We did. Yeah, it's a big open I event. Never space. went. <laughs> in theory, it's haunted, which I don't really get because that building was not one that was ever burned down. Really, um, it it was um, flooded, but that building wasn't one that burned down. They built it. Don't in a you know? Spot. Those just follow their but old they, paths. They it's t- people that are trying to swim in the water, and they're like, "Where the fuck did this building?" But come they totally—they totally do have um, a lot of paranormal investigations in that building mm-hmm. on a regular basis. They had uh, opened a club there at one point. Yeah, that I think was just a ploy for them to be able to sell booze for concerts if they, they opened do. a yeah. club. They have that, and they still have it up on because up they in the didn't, mezzanine. Yeah, they didn't for a long time, but I think that it has a bar license so that they can sell booze now. Did they have the roller derby there at one time for a short period of time? I don't know. They might have. I think so. Like, I don't know. I know that they were doing that at the Salt Palace, but I've I don't know. I've done a lot of raves there when I was younger. That's where we Cassie's. Of... That's mostly where Cassie's gone for her raves, too. Because yeah. it's there. a it's an indoor venue that can house, you know, five to 6,000 people. And it's far enough away from everything. Yeah, you can yeah, be as loud not, as you fucking want out there. There's not really noise restrictions or anything out there. And yeah. there's a lot of place for everybody to park. And A couple party goers have died there over the years, like on the highway by there. Like one kid jumped off the bridge. The la- that last one where the kid jumped off the bridge was a rave that Cassie was at. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. That was, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's seen a lot of like really big acts go through it. Um, it's, you know, I think tools played out there before. I like how they listed the Dave Matthews band. Not that I have anything else, <laughs> but, like I don't have anything against Dave Matthews band, but like that's what you decided to pick. That's like every song, right? Of Dave Matthews somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Just insert words instead of... Well, that also works for Bob Dylan. And he was there, too. What a great folk artist. 
<laughs> Come on, evidence, evanescence made their, yeah. there's a stop Truth, there. truth. There's been a lot of really good bands there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but Saltaire, I mean, it really is a historically significant spot, even though it's like the third attempt at Saltaire. Um, you know, it's just one of those things, you know, it, it, it shows a lot about the kind of ingenuity that, that people in Utah have had over the years to try and make things work. Um, and, create experiences that that perhaps you know maybe don't belong in utah Part i'm not the sure. problem with it though is the smell oh it stinks yeah it's because this it's because the great salt lake near the shoreline is disgusting the it's giant black mud pits um it's full of bugs because there's a big brine shrimp population uh in the lake um, because I mean, it, it does serve some purposes, but it's a salt, an inland saltwater body. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's marshy near it. And, and because uh, of the, the high level of salt, things decompose quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so but they it, preserve, they decompose and then stop. Yeah. So just, it's got a stink. And in the summertime when Ooh. it's hot, you get that. And then you get the smell of the dump coming in. Mm. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. That's part of the problem is, is it just, it's not pleasant to be out there. It's not like a beach that you really want to go hang out at. I think when they first built it though, back in at the end of the the 1800s, it It probably wasn't as bad just because it was full. Right. And so you didn't have the stink pits in the brain. You had an average depth of of 35 to 40 feet back then. Exactly. (laughs) And whales. You could go whale watching. <laughs> hey, you forgot, I think, the most important thing. I sh- what? The giant brine shrimp. Have yeah. you ever seen the movie? No. Oh. Oh. We've talked about the whales a million times. Jeremy's never mentioned the giant oh, brine shrimp. Oh, so there was a movie in 1990 called The Giant Brine Shrimp that comes out of the Great Salt Lake and goes downtown, and it's footage from LDS General Conference. And so Temple Square is packed. And the giant brine shrimp eats the people at Temple Square. This is what you get for going to church. <laughs> We're going to be eaten by the brine shrimp. Sea bugs. Rawr. It's amazing and you need to find it and watch it. I don't know that that's the true statement you just made. There's also oh, no. You, this is a need. Pink you Floyd need the Flamingo. Pink Floyd the Flamingo was famous out there. In, in the 1980s, Pink Floyd escaped the aviary, the downtown aviary that's now what's it called Tracy. Tracy. Tracy aviary. so it wasn't called tracy at the time but in 1980 pink floyd the flamingo escaped and was living on the brine shrimp living with the swans and the gulls and he was there until 2005 was the last time he was seen uh they think he he went up to idaho but didn't make the trip back oh that's probably true like flamingos ain't got no business up north so yep. it's a little cold for them they don't have a lot of meat on their bones, if you know what I mean. So or the Idaho people were like, hey. That's, that's yeah. a good run. Are brine shrimp pink like regular shrimp? They're black. They're so, disgusting. So what color? I, I don't think a flamingo that lived here would be pink because flamingos are only pink because they eat. Maybe they, he was fed whatever turns him pink when he was at the aviary. He, he spent a lot of time at Utah Lake eating algae. So maybe so he turned he green. Green? <laughs> <laughs> he was multicolored. <laughs> Um, he was whatever color you imagine him to be. It's like a unicorn. What was his so name? Pity. What'd they call him? Gary? Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh, Pink Floyd. The Flamingo. I was just thinking Gary the Pink Flamingo. They should have just called him Pink, like... Gary's like, uh, SpongeBob's Yeah. The snail. Cat. <laughs> it's a snail. He's a snail. <laughs> Gary's, Gary's a snail. 
but he meows. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't make him a cat. <laughs> you just said meow, and you're not a cat. Meow. You still snow. Well, anyway, so that's uh, that's our historically significant place uh, for this month. Hopefully, you liked what we had to say, but uh, maybe you didn't. I don't really give a shit. Honestly, research it yourself. There are some really cool pictures back at the turn oh. of the century of of all of the people out on the beach and mm-hmm. in their. I- I did want to share something else. So we did uh, one. Was our, it the scream you just did? No, our, our friends at Utah Taste Off um, just did a curry, a Thai curry taste uh, off. Did you try it? Uh, I did, and I want to. I want to share experience. Um, Bree and I did it. It was this last weekend that it was uh, a pickup for, and uh, there were four curries. There was a curry from a place called District Thai. One from. Um, Thai something or other. I don't remember. Thai, thai so something. Yeah, Thai so good. And then uh, Susie Thai food, which is a, a food truck, a Thai food truck. And um, I will tell you that uh, District Thai was, was uh, okay. It was it was decent. It wasn't the best. Uh, whatever the one that I can't think of the name of, which is just a Thai place. Um, the Oh, Thai Curry Kitchen. That's what it was. Mm. Terrible. It didn't taste like anything. It was like drinking yellow water. So like while he was warming up the curries, he'd warmed up the rice and he's like, check the rice. They did a good job with it. So I'm like eating the rice. I'm like, yeah, rice doesn't taste like anything. And he's like, yes, it does. We were having a whole talk about that. It literally tasted like the like rice water. that I had out of the, with huh. a little bit of heat at the back of my throat. Hmm. Yeah, not good. And, and the vegetables were too. not cooked. It was like crunchy, crunchy, crunchy uh, carrots. So did you and, get it and take it? Back and heat it up. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was already cooked, supposedly. Yeah, right? it's, it's no, it was. pre-cooked. You should just be reheating at that point. Mm. And like they all have reheating instructions. And and there were other, the other ones were the fine. The others were fine. So uh, Thai So Good, I believe, won. Um, they lost a point for, um, I don't In remember. Chris's pool. Whatever. Chris's pool. Yeah, in my, my professional uh, opinion. <laughs> um, let's see, what did I say? Oh, the zucchini um, looked really not great, but they t- they tasted great, but their appearance was not good. Mm. And the three categories you judge off of are taste, texture, and appearance. So I couldn't give them a five on the appearance because slices of zucchini that are, are, are well cooked are like floppy, disgusting, mushy things. Um, and then Susie Thai Kitchen was a pretty close second. Um, they're... I think this was because, solely because of the mass production for the, the, distribution um, the chicken was overcooked a little bit overcooked it wasn't like super bad but it was definitely overcooked theirs was good though it was it was on the sweeter side of it but had some Ooh. heat and it was really yummy so uh, i couldn't really decide between the two there's lots of different kinds of curries well the the first one that we had so these was were, a pumpkin curry curry the, that, no it wasn't pumpkin curry oh yeah, it was, yeah, yeah it, was. it was so there's <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of the other one. So, uh, there's, stop. So there's, there, there, there were four curries. They were all Thai curries and they were all, um, really in the, the yellow or orange curry of, mm-hmm. of Thai curry family. So it was pretty close, but they all should have different profiles. So there was the pumpkin curry, there was a Masaman, there was a Penang, and then there was just a straight yellow curry. Uh, and the, the Masamon curry was the one that Susie Thai Kitchen did with like good potatoes and stuff like that. Those potatoes were actually cooked quite nicely. I expected them to be a little mushy cause you know, cause the, it's, it's hit and miss with potatoes, yeah, but and they the, were good. I think Penang was the Thai so good curry was the Penang curry. I think so you're right. Just the regular yellow curry wasn't good. It was just Well, and the two that were more yellow, the first two that we tried, um, 
they were a little too liquidy. So it was like if I'd like it would have been like it a didn't soup stick to the rice instead of yeah. you know like I like it when it soaks into the rice and the rice well, becomes kind of sticky with the curry. And it, it actually just kind of blended to the point where I had to eat the outside first because I didn't know like what flavors I was getting in the middle because we just had them on one plate together. But the other two, they held up well. Do you think it was just a bad run or do you think that's just what theirs is? I'm inclined to believe that in the one that uh, the Thai curry kitchen, I'm just inclined to believe that place must suck. Not all places are good. That's just the way it is. Like... Not all restaurants survive for a reason. Some of them just aren't good. Well, and like I said, there was a, some heat to it. So, I mean, maybe some people are just like, if, this is fine. If if that's a display of a curry place, I would never go there. Hmm. I would absolutely never go there. It's for people with COVID who've lost their taste. <laughs> yeah, I was like, did we just get COVID? Like, <laughs> But seriously but it was nice because i now know that thai so good which i think is in park city i think that's the park city one but also the Susie thai kitchen i'm like i i would go eat at that truck absolutely both of those places i would i would do the other two eh take it or leave it i don't, there's better thai places uh i think in the valley we have a lot of thai food in the valley mm-hmm. um there the fucking thai delight that's just down the road here off of bangeter and 62nd that place is great they make really good thai food um, yeah, there's some really good. There's curry. the Ro- T Rose, T Rose Diner, T Rose Diner and Murray. Mm, delicious. As long as you go when they're open, because they're not open on Mondays and they have weird fucking hours. Yes, but they make their own ice cream and they're really fucking good. I have never been able to go because every time Chris tries to take me, they're close. They're close. Because <laughs> I don't like. I'm not good at checking hours. <laughs> but I do love that place. It's it's great. Um, so anyway, that I thought that was worth mentioning because we had them on the uh, on the show and every once in a while we'll see something that they're doing and I'm like well, we should do that one so they're doing a chili one coming up uh, mm. I don't think the orders have closed yet for that I think you got another week or so yeah I think so because it's like I don't think mid-March. I'm ready to do that again like I'm I'm sitting here trying to lose weight and every time like I start to lose weight <laughs> something happens where like food is involved significant foods so, like this weekend we have two things that we're doing with food again and I'm like well and you did the churro one. Yeah, we did the churro like one a long time ago. Months ago something yeah. like that. It was really good. Yeah. It act- we actually still have churros left. Yeah, because we just don't eat that. Because it was, t- it was, yeah, it was enough for, I don't know. I don't know why we had so many churros, but. Because it was enough for four. It was enough churros to mm. do like two of each one, and we only did one but of But they were one. good. Uh, okay, so. Um, they're halfy churros too, or like quarter churros. Only like yeah, and big. and mm. we had to be careful because we started out eating the whole little churro, and then we're like, we need to stop eating the whole churro and just take a couple bites of the churro because we're not going to make it to the last churro. It was a lot because <laughs> it was a lot of churro. So we talked about Saltaire, and we talked about Saltaire being a good concert venue. So I thought maybe uh, to kind of round out the the rest of the show tonight. Um, it, you know, it was a concert venue. It was an amusement park, and and Utah has concert venue wise a ton of concert venues. Mm-hmm. Music park wa- or amusement park wise, probably not quite as many. But I think it was a, a good idea to look at what we have uh, and maybe talk about them. Um, especially knowing Holly was going to be on the show because she likes doing all these things. That's um, true. So um, Salt Salt Plate City, which I actually qu- I like quite a bit, um, listed a whole bunch of, of good concert venues in Salt Lake based on like size and type. Uh, and so we kind of made the list out of their list. 
Um, so small concert venues in the Salt Lake area. Uh, Urban Lounge. Isn't that where we saw uh, Folk Hogan? Uh, no. 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 Uh, Folk Hogan was in, was that the stateroom? No. No. Just look up there. Fucking, I can't read. That. Doesn't it say? <laughs> well, it does say Urban Lounge. Maybe it was the. I urban thought it lounge. was the Urban Lounge. Yeah, it was. It was the Urban Lounge. No, never mind. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Kilby Court, which that's just his his standard answer to everything. <laughs> oh, whoops! <laughs> your empty, your thing care. fell on the ground. Yeah, you whoops. knocked my trash on the floor. I'm just kidding. I was gonna push your laptop down. She'd get so mad. Um, uh, the Kilby Court, which is a fantastic venue. That's a pretty like nationally renowned venue for. Really small shows. It's like basically mm-hmm. a fucking detached garage with a with a fire pit outside of it. But they've had some huge names cut through there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like really big names. But it's a great little small intimate venue. Mm-hmm. Um, Diabolical Records uh, has uh, stuff. Uh, they're just right downtown Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, the State Room. My um, favorite venue. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say I, it and I'm proud. I have not been in there, but that's like basically right by like the bayou and mm-hmm. it's um, right exactly across the street from the bayou. By it the, is by Big Deluxe. Uh huh. It is. It is just a good venue. Wait, is that is the stateroom? Because isn't that where the Burt's Tiki Lounge used to be? Mm, Wasn't it right there? No. The Tiki Lounge, I think, was a little bit more south. Man, that place was a fucking dive. <laughs> it was like no. The stateroom used gross. to be once upon a time uh, one of the city rep theaters. Yeah, the children's oh, theater. Yeah, okay. It was the children's theater. Okay. Yeah, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the Commonwealth Room, which I haven't been to that venue off of Twenty First, like 195 West. So. It's okay. Uh when you get into mid-sized venues, um, meaning probably more than a couple hundred, uh, you have the depot. The depot's fun. I've been to a few concerts there. Mm-hmm. It's a fun. It's a, it's a very popular venue. You have uh, the Metro Music Hall uh, in Poplar Grove. Um, you have uh, the Complex. Which is kind of a weird place because they have... It's, I mean, it is. It's a complex and it has several different little mini venues inside. So you could yeah. have five shows going on on the same night and they do sometimes or did before covid oh yeah uh, and you know before the complex was a complex the guy that owned that place it was just a warehouse oh yeah with a freight elevator and he used to rent it out for raves and smart uh, man yeah and it was you know it was right across the street from axis uh-huh. back in the late 90s and now it's right across the street from gateway yeah so yep yep um, uh, then you've got, uh, um, they, they list a great Saltaire, uh, as a midsize venue, hmm. which is interesting to me because I think the great Saltaire can hold, hold roughly five to 6,000. I thought it was 4,600 for some reason. Yeah. Even still, that's kind of big for a I promise you yeah. that they pack more in there than 4,600. Well, and they've got well, the yeah. outside because they'll open up. Yeah, I'll open up the outside. Yeah. I, I ran security in a party that was over 6,000 there in like, the early 2000s, so. Yeah, because they've got those big balconies that they can open up and yeah. squeeze I like a the, lot more people. The back rooms are the place to be. Uh, then there's the Union Event Center uh, in Fair Park, um, which is just like another like basically Rose Parkish area, not quite Rose Park, but close. Mm-hmm. Um, then the large venues; these are arenas. Basically, you have so this- these are places that that either sound perfect because they're meant for music or sound shitty because they're meant for a sporting event. But here's what here's what's dumb, right? So you've got Vivint and Maverick, which are actually arenas that can hold 10,000 plus. Yes. And then you have Kingsbury Hall. 
That and venue Ravenel, too. Kingsbury Hall holds it's like tiny, five hundred maybe. It's not that big. It's a lot smaller uh, than Saltaire. I think Abravanel is, is is actually bigger because that's the big yes. that's the big orchestra place, right? Yes, and that can so hold that a couple thousand, but at it least, can, yeah, it can't hold ten thousand. It's not. It can't hold what Saltaire can. I think they I think they put them as large concert venues because they're places that people have heard of. They're large. Yeah, in, I guess so. In, in like statures, because then there's the Eccles Theater, which is also. <laughs> Uh, another venue that doesn't hold that many. So people. Kingsbury holds one thousand nine hundred and ninety-two. Yeah, see, that's way less than uh, Saltaire. So, I I don't agree with their sizing necessarily, but like a, a Bravano Hall, Kingsbury Hall, they're great places to see music and and mm-hmm. other things. A Bravano Hall is amazing. So it does say the capacity for Saltaire is forty-six hundred. Yeah. Okay. I've seen it bigger. I promise you that. Well, okay. But that's, Especially when, yeah. when it's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the suggested serving size. Yeah, that's that, when they can qualify, like, you know, roping off, like putting some some rope barriers around the outside. Like, we can add a thousand people in this square. And a Bravano Hall is 2,768. Mm-hmm. And that, that place is right. fantastic. I, that place, if you like symphonic music, if you like live orchestral stuff, there's just not a better. No, it is it is gorgeous. I saw gorgeous. Anthony Bourdain there. Let me tell you when the, the oh yeah when the two violin guys come back to town and they will come back to town. I will definitely go to that concert. I would be stoked to go see that. Have you seen them play the two is cellos? It, the two yeah the two cello yeah, guys. Two They're amazing. Yeah. They do like ACDC songs. Oh, yeah, they do stuff everything. Like that. <laughs> I've I've seen um uh video games live, which <gasps> yes. is an amazing concert where they do kind of a stage performance. With the orchestral video game music, so they do video game music from video games. Final Fantasy yeah. usually they, is in there, and they do a fun kind of theatrical performance. The music is definitely star, but it's 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 a it's a really cool show. They'll also do um like they'll do the different Harry Potter movies, and then they'll have the movie playing in the background, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then them playing the music as they go. It's really cool. It's a really cool thing. Um, and then you know they did. I I tacked onto this. They actually did. Um. Some festivals and series like outdoor. You, you skipped over the Eccles Theater, which is one of our newest theaters. I didn't. I said it. Anyway, it's twenty four sixty eight. So it's about the same as a Bravo. I clearly didn't hear you because I've been sitting here waiting for you. <laughs> it's 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 probably so. It's about the same as a Bravo. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense. And there's and I've actually heard the acoustics are are beautiful. Yeah, there. I haven't been in there yet. I really I really would like it's to. Beautiful inside. We um, went and saw Tim. What's his head? Tim Horton? No. That's a donut. That's a donut place up in Canada. He's a hockey player. Tim the Toolman Taylor. What's his name? Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Allen. We went and saw him there. Oh. Uh, So there's uh, there's outdoor outdoor venues uh, and outdoor concerts. By the way, the Viv holds 18,300 people. Yeah, it's an arena. And that's only because they have to stick a stage in it and kill some of the seats. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Red Butte Garden uh, has a big outdoor amphitheater. I haven't been there their, forever, but they, it's it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And they do their concert series there most summers that don't have COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Twilight Concert Series, I don't know why it's on here because it's not really an outdoor arena. And no. they can't, it's not just COVID, I thought they probably they, Yeah, that one's it. done, but there's an Ogden one. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. It's up there. Uh, USANA is, is just up the street from us. It is one of my favorite concert venues. It's a great venue. Um, I I really like it for bands like like Coldplay mm-hmm. was a really good band to see there because they have no fucking stage show at all. 
Offspring was so really good there. You can hang out on the lawn and listen to Coldplay. And bare Naked Ladies. So good live. So good. I don't know about Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, come on now. Everybody likes Bare Naked Ladies. I mean, I do like a naked lady. Except for gay men. <laughs> um, there's the Sandy Amphitheater, which is a cool little amphitheater. They mm-hmm. don't do a ton of concerts there. They mostly do plays and stuff. I saw a... An ABBA cover band at, <laughs> at Sandy Amphitheater. They were awesome. <laughs> and then you have the Utah State Fair, and then Rio Grande actually does some concerts as well in their venue, but those aren't mm-hmm. outside. So no. I don't know why they put those in there. And then also, like, the ski resorts, like Snow Basin often does some outdoor venue stuff. So Deer Valley used to have yeah. the jazz festival. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and, uh, so anyway, there's a bunch of concert venues. Um, maybe someday we'll have concerts again. Get out of there, dog. Get I hope the so. Out of there. Out! <laughs> dog is like trying to play with the knobs on the board. Uh, so the other, uh, the other lists of stuff, um, are amusement parks. Um, and amusement parks is kind of broad. Um, we don't have a lot here. A lot of, surprisingly, we have a lot of water parks. Which here. I think is so weird since our season for water is like minuscule. However, a bunch of these have closed down. Oh yeah. Like permanently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were, I was just reading an article the other day. They're trying to figure out what to do with, um, um, the, uh, Raging Waters that used to exist. Yeah, Seven Peaks. Uh-huh. Raging Waters now Seven Peaks, but the Seven Peaks Provo is completely defunct. Well, and yeah. the one that was in Glendale is Yeah, gone. but the one in, yeah. the one in Glendale is the one they've been talking about trying to figure out what to do with. Cause it's because a it's a huge amount of space right in smack dab in the middle of Salt Lake. Oh, yeah. So, um, but anyway, so we'll talk about some of the Aqua X Zone. Um, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. I think it's just a little water park. But you've got Boondocks and Draper and Kaysville. Boondocks is still around. I want to know why the Linden Aquatic Center made it on here. I went there (laughs) and looked just to see why it was on this list. And it literally says it's for the community. Yeah, it's just like a rec center, I think. (laughs) Look, this list wasn't like magical, but I thought there was some stuff there. Is Cherry Hill still around up in August? Yes. Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill. Worst commercials ever. Cherry Hill. That's the the greatest fun park you'll ever know. They've had the same commercial since the 80s. I have no, I've never seen one, but we came to Utah, um, and we went to, we stayed at a place next to Cherry Hill, but Cherry Hill wasn't like, I don't know, there was something about it, and so we went to Lagoon instead, which was the greatest ever, because I wasn't from Utah, and having an amusement park. When Given you, the choice, I would take Lagoon any yeah. day. Well, and they had yeah. Laguna Beach, and so we went to Lagoon, we got a sweet picture from the 90s with me in a fanny pack. Nice. Uh, that my mom carries in her purse still. Uh, you remember when Lagoon used to do those, like those little keychain plastic, things, the little plastic cone? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, my mom still got that from like the early '90s when we That's came awesome. to Utah and went to Lagoon. <laughs> that was because that was the last time you like hung out with your mom, legit. Uh, the Classic Fun Center and the uh, Classic Skating, as older people might know it, in mm-hmm. Sandy, still there, still still open. They've done a lot of shit in there, like they have laser tag and all kinds of crazy. It was stuff. some yeah. goth place during the '90s, like. One night a week, it was. Yeah, they did like they did like some sort of goth night and yeah, yeah, different things like that. Which first, was great seeing all these goth kids trying to roller skate. Hey, the first rave I ever went to was at Classic Skate. Classic Skate. <laughs> How does this always turn into rave talk? I've been to a lot of these places <laughs> for rave. The Galleria was big when we were in high school. Oh, 49th Street Galleria, the Fun Dome. It's defunct now as it's, well. Oh yeah. Okay, that that building. That building, there's something about it. The the magic of that building, nothing will ever survive there. No. It's a an amazing building. It's in a It's a great location. It's it right is off a, the freeway. It's, it's easy de- to get to. It's even more easy to get to now and yeah. it is a decent location it's kind of tucked away though a little bit not 
really. It's but, pretty easy to get to. But the but the yeah, but you it's easy to get to if you know the road to take. The road to take is tucked away and not through, obvious. Through an apartment complex. Yeah, through an apartment <laughs> complex, basically. And there is a the road now. Through the woods. There is a road now that dumps out onto like 48 South, but neither yes. of those are main roads. No. And they're, no, no. they're side roads off of side roads. And so it's while it's easy to get access to... It's like a secret club. If yeah, you know, you know. I wonder it's not why, like sitting on 5400 South. I wonder why it closed, because I remember when I was in high school, it was always packed. I wonder well, if it was bad management. I, even when I was in high school, it was always packed. Let me tell you. Okay. The the advent of video games destroyed arcades. Um, well, because it and, was a lot more than an arcade. They had the bowling alley, the movie theater... The miniature golf. Right, but you lost a lot of kids that were like Chris, that go for the arcade. When we go into a casino, before we go hit the the slots... Make her go to the we arcade. have to go find the the casino's arcade, and we have just to walk to, around I the just arcade have to for check five it out or ten and minutes. See if there's if it, if I want to enjoy the arcade or not, or <laughs> if I want to gamble in the arcade or gamble with like real real adult gambling because <laughs> it's the same difference sometimes. Yeah. Arcades now are all stupid ticket games anyway, um, but I think that's part of the issue. They tried to be too many different things, and so they they had to you know. Are they mini golf? Are they laser tag? Are they uh, a bowling alley? And then they had they shows, roller skating, and it couldn't have been it couldn't have been cheap to run that place. Oh no, uh, that that was a big space because they had amusement park rides in that place. Mm-hmm. Remember, like the the weird coaster type things that they had. And then they had the 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 first I don't know the 3D where you sat in it and it rotated oh yeah and, the little oh, spaceship yeah. the looking thing kind of the first series one of the of virtual those. roller coaster things uh-huh. yeah, yeah the 3D but you know virtual I think, reality I think that place just struggled I don't think they had the right structure and I think it was too big because if you look at like a place like Boondocks Boondocks is most of those things they don't have bowling and they don't have mini golf I don't think. Um, but they have, yeah, Boondocks has do they have mini golf? Mini golf. Um, but like they're, they're, they're much smaller. And the go-karts at Boondocks. And got the- yeah. Oh yeah. Well, even that place that's in St. George, what's the, the fun, the little fun center in St. George center or whatever it's yeah, called. The family yeah. Fun center. Like it has bowling and some games and some laser tag and some food. But there ain't shit else to do in St. George. So yeah, that's where all the polygamists go to, to have fun. <laughs> So yeah, so then it was a business complex for a while. Then it was a massive indoor dog park, and then it was it was and it was a uh, like a culinary type school that lasted for a couple years. And then, and then it was some, a paradigm school. Yeah, and then it was another f- fake school. It was like a hospital, wasn't it a pet hospital for a little bit. Yeah, it had a pet hospital mm-hmm. thing built into it. Like it's been a million things. And there's always been a church in the bowling alley. Yeah, and nothing has really survived there. I'm guessing it's just so. Expensive it's, it's to run. It's Just a to, massive building, and it was designed to be an open building. And it, it's, they've got to find someone that wants to buy it and develop it. And likely, because of where it's at, it'll get developed into a tower of some sort, a no. business tower. That would be my guess. Most likely. Because it's like Stevens Henniger's on one side. You've got mm-hmm. uh, the towers on the opposite side of the freeway. Unless someone has... The hospital and Verizon. The money, the true money to put into it, to turn it into like a super swanky condo, like break it up into a bunch of condo units uh, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But 
those those exist elsewhere, but not really here in Utah. Well, and converting a building from non-hab to hab is a big deal. It's not easy. It's so super expensive. Oh yeah. But I do want to talk about a few of these other uh, places, these other awesome parks. So Cache Valley Fun Park does that still exist up in Logan? Does anyone know in North Logan? That's like a think of like a Boondocks type place. I think it is. Uh, yeah. Willow Park Zoo up in Logan. Um, there's Dinosaur Park in Ogden. Oh, that yeah. place is awesome with the with the dinosaurs that are painted pink and stuff like that. Uh-huh. We've got uh, Cowabunga Bay, which is a splash park in Draper that's like fucking stupid expensive. Why'd you skip Crystal Hot Springs? You don't want to talk about our because hot it's not a park. That's the thing. Like, not all of these are actually amusement parks. I know, like Nightmare on Thirteenth. Yeah, I that's was like, what that's the a heck? haunted house. We've done whole episodes on those things. Uh, there is another park that's not mentioned on here that we've had a few guests from, and that's the Evermore Park. Um, that yeah, is just a, a couple theme weeks park. Ago. Yeah, uh, Jarvis. Yep, Jarvisius. John, whatever you want to call him. Million and one names that guy has. Um, but yeah, so there, Utah does not have a lot of theme parks. We don't really have the population to support a ton of theme parks. We have a lot of fun activities like that. Uh, and we have Nickelcades aplenty. Support your local Nickelcade oh, yeah. during COVID. Nickelmania. Um, you know, just sanitize your hands regularly because those fucking kids do not give a shit and they get <laughs> boogers all over those games. So they actually were reporting very low cases of RSV and childhood uh, yeah, like flu year. and stuff mm-hmm. because all of the kids are actually doing such a good job with keeping their masks on when they're together. And yeah, the little kids, like yeah. elementary age, they're they are fantastic. That's because they do things out of fear that the teacher will be upset well, that they don't. It doesn't matter. It's kept them safe. Right. Like it's kept, <laughs> it, they literally have not had any hospitalizations for RSV. And that's so super serious. And we're going to have a massive flu pandemic in a few years because all these kids don't have any kind of immune system. <laughs> well, our, little sis- our little sister Wendy, she's a nurse up at primaries. And usually during RSV season, they have two mandatory on-calls that they have to do. They've called them off. Wow. That's awesome. And it's not even March yet. That's awesome. That's awesome. She was pretty thrilled. Well, I think we're going to keep the show pretty short tonight. Um, I don't see a reason to do a super long show with a bunch of stuff that no one cares about. So hopefully you guys liked what you heard. Um, please share the show uh, if you did or if you didn't. I don't really give a fuck. Um, you can follow us on the social medias at TNU Podcast. Uh Pretty much everywhere, um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, thenewutah.com is our website, and uh, you should really go check that out. Uh, Folk Hogan does all of our intro and outro music, so thanks to them. Um, I don't think we can tell them thanks enough. Um, the best thing that I could recommend is that you guys go buy their shit. Go buy their merch from them, from their website. Um, you know, Buy their music direct from them. Uh, download it direct. Um, they get a lot more out of that than if you just listen to it on Spotify. And it's totally worth it. Um, I would also say continue to try and support your local businesses. Um, you know, whether that's, you know, Oleo, good friends of the, the program Oleo, uh, skin and beard, or, um, one of the many, many restaurants that, that, uh, we've talked to, like Pretty Bird, or, um, well, now they have two locations. We probably should go to the other location. Just, yeah, you just know, gotta to make, make sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dad didn't personally invite me, but, uh, that's okay. I think I'll. I think I'll live. He's so, cooked for me. Did I tell you that our agency actually insures Pretty Bird? Oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. So, you know, if it's that or even if it's a local place like Clever Octopus, um, there's plenty of local businesses to patronize. Um, don't go to Walmart. We need to buy something for someone. Go to a local business. See if you can find something there. Um, and that's it. You might find a really cool drill with your, for your friend that has drill bits in it. 
That's true. That you not at Walmart, though. No, fuck, you're never finding that at Walmart. <laughs> you're not even going to find a good drill at Walmart. <laughs> it's all garbage there behind glass. Like all the uh, hair care products. Yeah. Condoms. Yeah. <laughs> the perfumes. Don't forget the perfumes. Yeah. Those, those pricey $12 perfume spray bottles. That Britney Spears perfume's yeah. making a comeback. By the gallon. No one buys that shit. They buy the body sprays now. I was going to say, too. Do you really know anybody that's like around our age? Anybody that's consistently not wears or... perf- like an actual perfume? Yeah. Do Wh- you? <laughs> white diamonds. I don't really know anybody my age that. Wears <laughs> Our grandma them. wore white diamonds yeah, and every Estee time Lauder. I. Estee oh. My mom was a fan of Estee Lauder. Oh, She's boy. like, oh, I can get me some Estee Lauder. I'm like, mom, that smells horrible. <laughs> and she just rubs some cat piss on you. <laughs> 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 